conversations, cocktails, and connections. I'm Amy Hester with Emily Reeves. And on this episode, we're excited to have our talented power couple, Jimbo and Jennifer Mathis. Hi. Jennifer is an Arkansas native, is an actress and writer, and she's appeared in the movies Dark Places, The Friend, and Forced Move, but also appearing in the popular television series True Detective, and a personal favorite, Good Girls. Oh, yay. <laughs> and Jimbo is a Mississippi boy. Oh. And he, he's an entertainer, singer, songwriter, famously known for the hugely popular bands, the Squirrel Nut Zippers and Jimbo Mathis and the Tri-State Coalition. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Thanks, guys. I'm so glad to see you both. Oh, my gosh. So what are y'all's cocktails? Well, Jim, I'll let Jimbo go first. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's nice. a favorite of mine as well. Toast. As, as, as per usual, <laughs> I am having um, Escalon uh, Tequila Blanco with Topo Chico and a splash of lime. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. That sounds fancy. It's not. It's so <laughs> basic. It's so good. <laughs> Emily, what are you having today? Old-fashioned. Oh, cheers to that. I'm doing an ice pit today. You know, feeling a little iced tea and vodka. Well, cheers to everybody. Cheers to you guys. Ciao. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like the scarlet letter seltzer that you had in the last one, Amy. I have not, because we can't get those over here. Oh, you can't? Not yet. I looked because I was like, that sounds delicious. It is so good. Yeah. It's such a good drink to um, take, like, if you're going floating because you don't have to just be drinking beer and it's a can and it's refreshing. But I do, after a couple of them, you're like, okay, it's getting a little sweet. So that's where the the vodka floater kind of helps a little bit. (laughs) What do you mean by floating? On the river. Oh, what river? He doesn't know how to do this because. No, I know. I didn't expect this topic to come up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're oh. are we talking about the White River, the the or White River, the Buffalo River, any river where you can be in a canoe, Buffalo, oh, and no. leisurely leisurely stroll with maybe an ice chest oh. in your. See, but you're that's classy. That's <laughs> where I grew up in Northeast Arkansas. We would go tubing. Hmm. That where the spring river comes in and you shove a cooler in an inner tube behind you. I've done that once before. (laughs) That is so fun. I did it one time with a bunch of girlfriends and we went to um, Green, Texas and did the Guadalupe River. Oh yeah. Oh Oh, my God. That is so fun. Everybody should do that. It is like a party on the river. It's insane. You're, and you're in the river the whole you're time. You're in the river and it's beautiful. Yeah. And people have like a tube just for their stereo. Yeah. And a tube for their ice chest. And they're all like linking everybody together. And it's so I, fun. I know. I know. I didn't even know that you could tube in um, Little Rock, or in Arkansas. Yeah. Well, uh, it, the Spring River you can like near Hardy. Um, and then I, we, we also used to go like to the current river up in Missouri, like it's right across the state line. So that's, yeah. So I hope <laughs> not a lot of tubing in Mississippi, no. <laughs> <laughs> too many water moccasins. Oh, hell no. So 
what have y'all been doing? Oh, God. <laughs> well, quarantine. We've been out of work. <laughs> um, I've, uh, I have been, um, so part, I have a couple of part-time jobs and um, one is working with a, my best friend here, Emily Blunt, who owns St. Leo restaurant. And of course they closed, she closed the doors on March 17th. Um, and all production has ceased across the Southeast, of course. Uh, he came off the road March 13th and they had canceled the second leg of his tour. So we've basically been self quarantining since March 14th. Oh my God. And, I mean, just, and just staying at home, you know, because it's like, because it's safer. Um, and he's recorded some songs. That's awesome. Um, I, what else are you going to do? Right. Right. Uh, I have a, a virtual, uh, series shoot that's going on right now. That's like quarantine based, um, that we're just trying to work out. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just keeping at it, trying to keep yeah. some creative going, trying to get our Trump, Trump money. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> we did finally this week. Uh, we hadn't. And so, yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, we we're just, you know, we're making it. I'm glad that we are here. We were in the middle of a move to New Orleans okay. and we were, uh, we're supposed, we were actually supposed to move on May 1st and this just kind of derailed those plans for right now. But, um, we're still hopeful. We're still, we're still looking at when that can be possible, you know, going yeah. so. It's funny that you're that, I mean, I don't know, New Orleans, that scared me to death when all of this kind of started, you know, thinking, oh my God, New Orleans, you start thinking about how all the times when you're partying on, and just mounds of people are on top of each other and you're like, ooh. Oh, my dad, my dad went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras and came back sick. You know, so many, so many people did and a lot of people that did, didn't get tested. They just thought it was the flu. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and they're looking back now and they're like, oh my God, I, I actually was sick. Um, but that's the thing about Jimbo, about live music. You know, we, we don't know what that world's going to look like. Like we don't yeah. know when venues are going to feel comfortable enough and people feel comfortable enough right. going out. So, um, but I feel like people are going to want to hear music soon. You know, okay. So I bought Matt a, um, we, well, kind of for both of us, but I bought an out, like a projector, a movie projector that we can, and purposely the main thing was so we can like download concerts. Oh, great. Them, like have, have like do a big screen outside so we can watch a concert. That is a great idea. So we've thought about doing, um, we would watch your concert if you did it. Oh, we did. <laughs> well, we, we've thought about doing, um, buying a drive-in. Yeah, we drive in. Drive in. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Am I get an amen. Uh, yes, amen. Drive <laughs> That's brilliant. I know. I've, I, we've talked about that. I was like, "That's now is the time to bring it back. I mean. I know. Well, and even, even just out here, like, you can't see, but out this way um, is a huge open field. Uh, we have a number of, of cabins that we manage. We manage this property. That's how, that's, this is where we've lived for 10 years. And um, it's a huge open field. So we thought, well, if we could do it safely, there's a rental place that has like um, inflatable, like an inflatable movie screen. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. I mean, 
we could do it just for the community, just to have a, a place to social, be socially distant, but be able to like watch a movie together or yeah. you know, do something yeah. different. Um, it's so weird. And y'all, he's, you've done some Facebook uh, playing, haven't you? You've done some live Facebook in this quarantine? I have, yes, uh, I have. Yeah. yeah. They've been good. That's, well, I mean, that's also, that's also good. We've watched a lot of stuff that way. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer and I worked on those together. You know, we tried to have good sound and lights and everything. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's just, it's not as fun. Yeah. If you're not all together. Kept, you know, yeah. I, just, I, I miss the people around. He kept saying that. It's Because it is hard. Like, he'll finish a song, and our neighbors will be on their porches. They'll be like, you'll hear this. That reminds me. Music to me is the people, you know. Yeah. Did you watch any of the Saturday Night Live? You know, they've been doing some of their best work. Yeah, and but like the very first episode, they were all like, "This is weird to not have the audience feedback," you know. But it got it got better, and I thought it was I thought it was interesting. Like I like I like how creative they have to be to to be that, and so I think it's I think it's interesting. It's really funny because in in just in terms of what I. In this world that I'm in now in, in doing acting full time. So the Southeastern market for us, we do almost all self tapes, right? So we're, we're auditioning for no one. I mean, you know, wow. just your reader and you're <coughs> taping your audition. Does that make well, it easier? Well, in some ways it's easier, but it, you know, it, it, it loses something. I'd rather be live in a room. I'd rather go yeah. in in front of people and, and audition, but, and that's what LA is totally based on but LA actors now are having to really regroup because or I've heard from some who are having to really regroup because they haven't done as much self-taping and they're not as comfortable in their surroundings like they're not as comfortable with the technology and like with lighting and everything yeah um so I, I it's going to be interesting to see how that all, learning curve yeah oh yeah yeah it, I saw I saw an article about um you know all the all these actors are like have a lot more appreciation now for the YouTube stars who do all their own lighting and camera right. angles and oh, makeup yeah. and all that stuff. Whereas, and then you see like these actors on on Zoom calls with the, like the camera up their nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you're like, okay, you do realize there's a lot of talent that goes into doing it on your own. Well, I mean, and I this I love I love this. The, uh, the editing and the music that you've intercut. And I think you guys are doing such a pro job and it is, but it does take time. It takes yeah. so much time. Uh, and people don't understand, like it, it's a whole effort to put together a video or, or whatever. So yeah. these live, these Facebook lives have been, um, they've been fun. I think his fans have appreciated it. They've been yeah. fun. They've been stressful for me. Cause I'm, you know, I'm crew and I'll, yeah. I gotta, I gotta make sure all the production. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, as a, as a um, spectator in the audience for when you're seeing live music, I mean, you know, forever and ever, even in my early twenties, you know, when you're seeing bands to, I mean, now I'm like, you still want to be, have that part of you. That's like, I'm going to go to stage. I'm going to like, dance <laughs> and like, I'm going to make a contact and I'm like, you yeah. know, you're, 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 you're working it. And it's like, it's, you're not trying to do anything, but it's just that fun, <laughs> connection that you're with a fan and you're with somebody that you appreciate yeah. and that's that's the one thing that's hard you know I, I that's what I like about going to see live music 
Yeah, I do too. And just and seeing it with your friends, like, oh my god, that song, like, you yeah, know. You're like, oh my god, I'm so drunk. It's my favorite song ever. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. exactly. That's it. And I, <laughs> I mean, a song is such, I mean, has so much meaning to you. It, it brings so many memories of when you, like, if you hear one song, you're like, it's a memory of some time ago. Okay. You were doing something fun or I don't know, or something sad was happening by a song. So it's, it's, it's important. I know. Well, you've been, I need to compliment you, Amy, because I really, you have done such a tremendous job with your social media. <laughs> Listen, I, where do you, I say this I, every time. Emily is the, is my backbone. So, I mean, I'll, I'll put it together. Been, she helps. It's been, it's been fantastic. I mean, the Thanks. content's been so great. I, you know, love seeing your products. I love seeing your, your tutorials, like, in fact, I've tried to use some of your techniques today. Like I know I didn't, I didn't, I didn't win, but you look I, amazing. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you've done a really great job. Everybody's just having to be creative right now. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you just—that's the one thing that when as soon as we quit working, I was like, I haven't stopped working since I was like 12 years old when I was babysitting. I've, I've worked my entire life, yeah. and for that time, like, what am I gonna do? Right. <laughs> I've got to do something. I've got to like, Instagram's always been something I needed to work harder on and didn't have the time. So that's me too. I just, I, just, I would much rather, I would much rather talk about other people than <laughs> like to you about other things. I talk yeah. about your life, talk about your work than me. So, and, and that translates into my Instagram because it's like, Oh, I haven't posted in a few days. <laughs> yeah, but Jennifer, you are so good on Twitter and Facebook. Like, I've always enjoyed keeping up with your running oh, yeah. commentary. Like, I remember when your mom had hip surgery and she was referred to as Shakira, and there was just this running story. There's the award show commentary. Oh, I love the award show commentary. The dogs. Like, I, I've always loved, like, that to me is so you. Like, you don't even have to talk about yourself because what you're doing is you're putting your personality out there by, like, we could totally have awards. Stories. We could totally have an award season um, show and have you oh, be like, to. let's see. We have to. That would be fantastic. Let's talk for just one second. One, about one moment. May I chime in? Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I, I would like to reiterate what you ladies were saying there about Jennifer and how her <laughs> her sense of, of timing and everything with uh, pop culture, with news and everything that's going on. <laughs> I know she likes to put herself on the back burner. Well. But, you know, it shines through. Thank you. Oh, totally. It's very sweet. It's very sweet of all of you. Now let's talk about Carol Baskin. <laughs> I have always. Okay, so there's this. There, I posted this. Point Share made. this. Be on that show, the movie, or whatever they're doing. You need to be on it. I, well, I've been working on my Carol, but thank you. I've been working on my Carol Baskin impersonation. And <laughs> I do think, oh, I forgot that her name escapes me, the younger cast member of Saturday Night Live who just did a master class series. Emily, do you remember this? And yes. she's like, hey, all you cool cats and kids, yes. work with me. Like, yes. that. I love the idea of Carol Baskin's own sort of telling her side of the story, like in a bigger way. <laughs> oh, yes. And, and I also am just kind of obsessed with this, the, I mean, the, the animal print in her wardrobe. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you can't, like, that show, like, you just can't create those characters. Like that, like, how, but, 
we could in Arkansas. Yeah, you could. Oh, oh yeah, you could. I've seen it. You actually could. So tell everybody how you guys met. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, we we met my brother Matt Pierce, who is a guitarist, and he lives in Jonesboro. He was playing for Jimbo's band. Uh, gosh, 10, 12 years ago. And, and I met Jimbo originally through Matt. Um, and like, hi, how are you? Nice, nice to meet you when you could shake hands, you know, without gloves. And, um, <laughs> and, and that was, it was fun. It was like, oh, he's, he's nice. You know, he's, 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 that's, that's good. Have fun. And I moved to Ireland and then came back and when I came back, Jimbo had had uh, had gotten a divorce and was was single. And unbeknownst to me, my I, brother gave him my telephone number. <laughs> and go ahead. I had set my sights on her from the first time I met her. Oh. Before she moved to Ireland and all that. But that's what she knows. But the truth, but. I had set my sights on her. I had not set my sights on Jimbo. <laughs> yes. so, that's not any, that's no offense. That's it's just, that's just not where my mind was. And so when I came back from Ireland and, and all of a sudden I started getting phone calls and it's like, <laughs> I don't know who this is and I'm letting it go to voicemail. And then all of a sudden I hear this, Miss Pierce, <laughs> this is Jimbo Mathis. <laughs> I'm like, I'd like to take you out on a date. I'm like, why is he called me? So I called my brother, like, what is happening? He was like, oh, give me your number. I was like, dude, what are you? I don't want to date a musician. I don't want to date a musician. Call. <laughs> <laughs> but then he kept calling, and my roommate, best friend, Jackson Sugg, um, at, in Jonesboro at the time we were living, and he heard one of the voicemail messages, and he stopped me. He was like, if you don't go out with him, you're going to have to find another place to live because I can't deal with you putting this man, this man is so nice to you. So Jimbo uh -huh. drove, um, to, he was living in Como, Mississippi. He drove two and a half hours from Como to Jonesboro to take me out to the state park to go fishing and then to a um, now defunct Italian restaurant. And then he, pecked me on the cheek and drove all the way back. Oh, that's really sweet. That's sweet. <laughs> that's that's awesome. He's very sweet. And then a month later, we were engaged. So. Well, I was at your wedding. I know. And Como, Mississippi, that was, I mean, that never been there. Yeah. I think the whole wedding was the whole town, pretty much. Yeah. And a tornado was coming through. Yes. That, that evening. Yes. But it was so much fun. We almost set the town on fire yep. with the, with the lanterns on the yes, yes. because we had straight line winds and so yep. the paper lanterns like blah, like Jackson again best friend From man, man, of, man of honor I have, have known him since I was in <laughs> kindergarten Jackson had his clipboard and was the organizer of everybody and he had thoughtfully sweetly uh, purchased all these Chinese lanterns to, to write your, you know, blessing yeah. on them. Floating lanterns, yeah. There is so, well, there's so and you remember, Amy, that, so that night, there were like straight line winds. Yeah. It was preceding the storm that was to, to come. But they, 
So we would, we struggled to get them lit and we would get them lit and they would go up a couple feet and be like, like, oh my God, it's in the tree. <laughs> burning the tree. Go catch the town on fire. <laughs> and so then, so then we got through that and, and then it rained and the next day it was like, we had this break of, of in the weather. We had this great wedding and, and that night, the wedding night after the party, after the after party, there are tornado sirens going off all over town. Yeah. 3 a.m. and all of my guests in all these different locations, they were staying in these rented houses like left <laughs> town and gave them their house. And they're like, we, I mean, they're standing there at their tornado site. I was like, what is happening? What do and we do? What do we do? That, that was when Nashville flooded. That's when Nashville had that huge flood. Oh, yeah. like the Opryland, Opryland. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Right. yeah. So we started our marriage with like Disaster. an F4 tornado. <laughs> And, and we celebrated our 10th anniversary on May 1st in a pandemic. So. Oh, hell. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my we God. Love <laughs> we love it. We love it. Cheers. Cheers. So what is your, um, Jimbo, what's your best, like, if you could think, what's the best venue you've ever played? Or. Ooh, good question. The best venue Venue or just I would say uh, oh, oh that's easy that's super easy Radio City Music Hall in Manhattan New York City tell uh, the story when I I'm gonna go you refresh. know I was playing with the uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers and uh, so we got hired to play this was ninety eight nineteen ninety eight there wow. thereabouts uh, we opened up for Tony Bennett. No way. And the Count Basie Orchestra was backing up Tony Bennett. Wow. And so that was right when I had first really, you know, had some success in the music business. And, of course, the first thing I did when we got that gig, I took my grandmama up there. <laughs> flew her up there. My aunts. Yeah. Uh, I think D-Mama was there. Janella was there. We just made, you know, I made a big... I mean, you had to be wide-eyed. And all my family in Clarksdale, they loved Big Band. They loved uh, Tony Bennett, you know, and all that swing stuff. So I paid for all their hotels. We went to um, Iridium Cafe that Les Paul in a great nightclub in yeah. Manhattan at that time. Had a table for like 12 people. And, ah, um, and uh, you were showing off a little bit, big time. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, why not? The best money I ever spent. My I mean, life. why not? I yeah, the best money. Flew everybody up, had a great night. We went to the Russian vodka room, the, oh, the Russian tea room, uh, Russian tea room, Love and there. had vodka, and had vodka, and had vodka. Oh, yeah, they already knew me there. Oh, really? And, wow. I, and then I brought my grandmother from Clarksdale. Oh my gosh. And she tore the damn place up. I mean, the <laughs> hotel was right across the street from the Russian <laughs> vodka room. The, tea room. Uh, Russian tea no, room. the Russian vodka room. Huh? Yeah, I'm for real. And uh, they <laughs> mobbed up and everything. And my grandmother is Italian, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Make no connection between the but, Appalachian uh, mob. That would be the greatest <laughs> thing I ever did. You know, the whole weekend we had a picnic in Central Park. 
with my grandmother. That's sweet. And uh, we had a, took I took her carriage up there to Central Park. We were just a few blocks. That's down. so sweet. See, that, he's, he's a know. good he's a good boy. He yeah. Loves, he loves his. Grandma. That was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. With that's me. awesome. <laughs> so I have to show you guys. Um, this was this is our friend Drew Patton gave this to Matt because you guys came to. Oh, that's so great. Um, it was at Dickie Stevens. Oh, right. That was a great show. I we love this poster so much. Oh, yeah. In that Arkansas. Was, yeah. That yeah. was a great show. It was in Little Rock. That was so good. Nice. And people are going to love it when live music opens up again. I just told Miss Massey about that this morning. Think about how happy everybody around yeah. this neighborhood is when we put a band on there. Well, And everybody when, okay. can socially, we can do it safe and still have fun. We didn't. We know. did not solicit this. Uh, the first couple of times, but people got word that Jimbo was doing a porch concert and our neighbors from across the way, like another, another little neighborhood, walked over with their camp chairs and their masks and sat out in the field just because they wanted some kind of Feeling. interaction. Yeah. They, they were I grew up in a cul-de-sac. You know, I, had, I lived in the cul-de-sac, and when we were kids, you would roll the grill out in the middle of the cul-de-sac, and yep. you would grill. We didn't have any street lights. You would party. Your parents would have your folding chairs, and, and then everybody would move out. You'd play kick the can, and you'd play. But, like, what if you kind of had some kind of, like, cul-de-sac, like, con I don't know, festival. concert, in a, like, festival in a cul-de-sac? I don't know. I know that's kind of crazy. Okay. Um, okay, North Little Rock, get on it. Like, you need this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, I mean, I don't know, or, or drive, hell, drive-in concerts. I know. That's what I said. Yeah, that's a drop, a drop yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Drop in. And that brings me back to the Airstream that I want to purchase. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I really am looking, I'm doing all of my research now because, two reasons, three, four reasons, but one of the main reasons is it's lodging that is safe and can yeah. be sanitary. Like, I can keep it clean for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. And, and so they're talking about how production is going to change either Hollywood or commercial-wise or whatever. A, a couple of, a couple of um, early think pieces that came out in the trades, like in Variety or something, said, oh, well, we foresee that actors and crew, cast and crew, will have to go quarantine on location for two weeks prior to starting. What? And, and that's and, probably unpaid, right? Well, <laughs> they're going to have to figure that out. And the insurance costs right. alone, who knows? But if you had your own lodging that you could yeah. provide, then AKA would, Airstream. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Airstream. Guess, yeah, that's smart. I mean, brilliant. Hoping... Airstream, Arkansas. Yeah. Listening. Right. Listen, Joy bought a, um, Joy. Joy yeah. Oh, I know. Awesome. Joy is my envy because I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing what they, I, I love that they have that. Greg Spradlin and Robin Friday, the same thing. They got, they've got a couple in their backyard that they use for like, you know, just, just extra space and, yeah. and stuff. But still it's like, that is a that's a space that you can keep clean for yeah. yourself, yeah, and family. You know, mm -hmm. I thought yeah. my child. We're back, you know. We we, we, are back we roam around a lot. 
Yeah, I had, what was it, my Xterra? My Xterra M retired. Do you not have it anymore? I sold it for, I'm sad to say, I sold it for scrap metal at, it, at the end of her life. She had over 355,000 original miles. Wow. And I mean, that's yeah. amazing. But in, but in two years time, so thank you. But it, <laughs> so we bought a, a little mini SUV, Dodge SUV in 2018, February. I have put 66,000 miles on that car in two years. Wow. Because that's how I have to work. Or, yeah. or prior to all this, that's, I had, I have to drive to get to, to work. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how things change. I hope it changes for the better for the, for the so, environment and everybody. When you're that. shooting, do, where do you have to typically, I mean, I'm sure it's different places, but where are you typically going? Um, where um, in the Southeast it, for the, for the last for the last five years, pretty much, I have been going to Georgia. Okay. So that's where I shot Good Girls season one. Love Good Girls. I'm so glad you do. I'll tell Christina. She's, she's so thrilled because they just, I, you, I they, just saw that. Season four. season four. Season four. Yay. So excited. Um, but that's where they shot the first season. Then they moved it out to LA. I just shot Freaky Friday the 13th with Vince Vaughn um, in November and December. I love Freaky Friday. Well, it's a mashup. It's Freaky Friday the 13th. Oh. And so, <laughs> so I, I shot that in Georgia as well. Um, Georgia is, is still- Like where in Georgia? Uh, like uh, we shot right outside of Atlanta, but typically Atlanta, the Atlanta metro area yeah. is where we are. Cause there's so many sound stages. There are so many studios there. I mean, Georgia remains a, a, a powerhouse, but you know, Louisiana, I also shot in 2018, um, a series, uh, I was on a couple of, um, episodes of a series that is coming out on, on TNT. I don't know when it hasn't debuted yet, but it's with Amy Brenneman and Lily Robb. Um, uh, it's called tell me your secrets and we shot that in new Orleans. So you know, it's it's still very much those are the two main places uh, that Did I tell go. me your secret. Is that going to be a like each episode might be a different somebody's telling a different secret, or is it? You think there? It's a dark. It's a psychological sort of thriller slash drama, and it's it's, it's going to in the vein of True Detective. Okay. Um, and so we're waiting on that, but that that to be said. If I audition on tape, I have to go live and callbacks. So wherever that's going to be shot, that's where the callbacks typically are. And that's where I have to go for the second audition. So, and then you don't know if you're going to get the gig. So then you drive back if you get the gig. So, yeah. So you're, yeah, you're putting the miles on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all, it's, it's look, I wouldn't be doing anything else. I mean, it's in all the jobs that I had, and I learned a lot in all of the day jobs I had in Little Rock. All of them. Awesome. I wouldn't be doing anything else right now, and I have my husband to thank for that because I have a, a partner who wants <laughs> me to keep pursuing what I need. That's to awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. 
So he's not guilty according to his hat. So what did he do? Um, <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Simple answer. He got this hat in New Orleans. Where? At the... On, uh, on Carrollton? On Carrollton. At one, a gas station on Carrollton. <laughs> Uh, Jimbo Spittin. It's my favorite hat. That's why I wore it for you guys. I love it. <laughs> just in case you thought he might be guilty. Just in case. Right. Yeah. Just let him know. You guys tell us or tell everyone your Instagram or social media, like how you would like people to find you. Oh, go first. The real Jimbo Mathis. <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> the I, real Jimbo Mathis. I am at... Juniper Pie, because there were so many Jennifers, I couldn't think of anything else. So, Juniper Pie on Instagram. Okay, I love it. Um, I have a request. Oh. If possible, do you have an instrument close by that you could like lead us out? <gasps> like a guitar or harmonica oh, or something? A guitar that's on the wall back there. Do I have an yeah. Sweet. You're so sweet. Won't you sing me back home with the song I used to hear? Make my own memories come alive. Take me away and turn back won't you sing me back home before I die? <laughs> <laughs> Isaac is gonna be so jealous. <laughs> He's gonna be like, did I just hear some music? Oh, Matt! Hey, tell Matt. Okay. I will. Thank you guys so much for being. I miss Little Rock so much. I'm so glad to see you guys. Everybody, come visit when we can. Right.